When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This is Comedy Forecast for Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. Glass houses beware. The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog ear this for now. Oh, hi, Clinton here, and here is today's actual odd news story. The Choshi Electric Railway Company in Japan's Chiba Prefecture depends a great deal on tourism to support its operations. Currently, that part of their business has seen an understandable slowdown. But how, the company wondered, could they make up the shortfall? It turns out the answer was staring them right in the face, as long as they looked down. The railway company has begun selling cans of stones. Ah, but these are not just ordinary canned stones. They are stones from the company's railway tracks. The stones are washed and waxed before being packaged in metal cans. The number of rocks per can varies depending on the size of the rocks, but we suspect the contents do not settle during shipping. Choshi Electric Railway began marketing the canned rocks via a series of humorous commercials on their YouTube channel. They touted the advantages of the rocks, including great-for-uses paperweights, collectible items for railway fans, or rudimentary weapons against burglars. Although I noticed that the product page reminded potential buyers to not throw stones at people. Maybe it was the lighthearted advertising, or maybe people simply want cans of rocks. Either way, the $15 tins have become the railway's online store's best-selling item. You can order other items from their online store, including made-to-order train car cushions, train rail spikes, or even Choshi beer. But we know you're going to go and buy the rocks. That part of the story is true. But, you know what? I was going to do a short bit about this kid who was all excited about collecting and trading the rocks, and then his older brother comes along and says, boy, you should just leave them in the tin so they're collectible, and then the parents years later end up throwing out the rocks because they're rocks. But since this is the last day of Dog Days 2020, I thought I'd rather take the time to pay tribute to some of the odd stories that I didn't get a chance to cover. That's right. For every odd news story I brought you, there were at least a dozen more that didn't quite make the cut. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brief salute to stories you didn't get to hear. For instance, you didn't get to hear the story of the feisty 101-year-old Polish grandmother who beat COVID-19 and celebrated by having a beer. Sure, it was Bud Light, but are you going to argue with her? You didn't get to hear how a rescue team had to rescue a St. Bernard 
and bring it down a mountain. I'm not sure if each rescuer had a small wooden barrel full of brandy around their neck, but I think they did. You didn't get to hear the story with the headline, Police Respond to Reports of Gunfire, Find Man Sleeping in Front of His TV. But I'm not sure there's much more to that story. You didn't get to hear the story of the man who gets paid $10,000 a year to be Christchurch, New Zealand's official wizard. You also didn't get to hear the story of the beloved stalk of corn growing through a South Dakota sidewalk and how it was rescued after being uprooted. It would have brought a tear to your eye. I feel responsible for denying you the tale of how Dennis Quaid is adopting a shelter cat named Dennis Quaid, or depriving you of the information about Airplane Mode, a new flight simulator video game where you can experience the intense excitement of being an economy-class passenger on a long-haul flight. Of course, there were lots of Guinness World Records stories I could have done. I covered one involving Hot Wheels Track, but I didn't talk about the boy teen who solved the Rubik's Cube while on a pogo stick. Maybe that's all for the best, because he was outdone by an 11-year-old girl who solved the Rubik's Cube one-handed while hula-hooping. There was also the odd news world record story about the Norwegian Elvis impersonator who sang for 50 hours. By the way, by the end, he, he didn't sound like Elvis at all. And you never heard, because I never told you, about the British man who broke the Guinness record for world's fastest ice cream truck. So many questions about that story. I didn't cover stories about Florida because, well, Florida. But there were three types of articles that I kept running into again and again. The first were stories involving people recovering their lost engagement, wedding, or class rings. You are apparently legally obligated to lose at least one of those in your lifetime, just so someone can recover it and dramatically return it to you, or your grandkids. Full disclosure, you might be dead by the time this thing happens. The second type of story that kept coming up involved the lottery. It seems everyone who wins the lottery has some kind of quirky tale to tell. For instance, there was the winner who showed up in his Darth Vader costume to claim his jackpot of over $650,000. But he clearly had his head, or his helmet, on straight, because he said he had no extravagant goals. Quote, I need to decide what my goals are, but I know I want a bus! There was also the woman who changed her lotto number after six years and immediately won $1.8 million. So, change your numbers. Or don't, because there was also the story of an Australian man who won $700,000 when he played the same number his family has been playing for 50 years. Now, at first I thought, wait a minute, how, how can it be 50 years? But I looked it up, and the lottery was introduced to Australia in the 1880s. Man, those people are kangaroo-jacked about the lottery. Which brings me to the third and final type of odd news story that kept popping up. You can't imagine how many articles began with headlines like this. Sick of lockdown, Panda escapes confinement in Copenhagen Zoo. Aggressive escaped beefalo. Yes, it's a thing. On the loose in Connecticut. Fugitive Parrot, captured after three days on the loose in Illinois. 
penguin found wandering British village after farm escape. Stork briefly escapes enclosure at Maryland Zoo. Leopard recaptured 14 hours after escaping from Malaysian Zoo. Or, on the flip side, leopard cub escapes enclosure at South Carolina Zoo. Wallaby captured after several days on the loose in Luxembourg. Escaped ostrich runs through Philippine city streets. Emu caught running loose through New Jersey town. Deputy wrangles runaway emu in Wyoming. Kangaroo on the loose after escaping from Texas ranch. Kangaroo captured two months after Norwegian Zoo escape. Loose kangaroo captured by police in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that one was from Florida. And my personal favorite, escaped tortoise found after 74 days on the loose in Tennessee. Were they even looking for it? Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed 30 days of what the what news. It appears that odd news never sleeps. But I do. I'm going to take a nice long nap before it's time to get back to doing regular shows in a few weeks. Thanks for following along. Today's episode is part of Comedy Forecast's participation in Dog Days of Podcasting, a yearly challenge for podcasters to release an episode every day for 30 days at the end of the summer. This year's challenge runs from August 4th to September 2nd, 2020. For more information and to hear from all the other participating podcasts, go to dogdaysofpodcasting.com. But for now, as always, this is Sir Patrick Stewart. And I'm Clinton. Saying, that's, that's it. it. We're, We're done, 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 done. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband... J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry, as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months' worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the 10000 we need come in. Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills at Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. Tracy Babian.